Welcome to Powering Conversation with SB Energy Network. Today we are delighted to be joined by Kira Campbell, head coach of Strathendrick's men's first 15 and second 15. Um, I'm delighted to welcome Kira Campbell to this week's episode of Powering Conversations with SP Energy Networks. Um, Kira is the coach of the first 15 and second 15 of Strathendrick men's team, which is pretty cool. You, I think, are one of the only female coaches coaching a men's team in Scotland at the minute. Yeah, I think That's... so. <laughs> um, so how, I guess, let's go back to the start, how did you get into coaching? Um, at the end of high school I sort of wasn't really sure what I was wanting to do and I heard there was an MA role going up with uh, Balfour High School in Strathendrick and um, I was asked if, I, if it was something I'd be interested in and I sort of thought, you know, it could be, could be fun for a year. So I decided to do it and um, yeah, I just sort of did that for a year and off the back of that I got asked if I wanted to do the community coach which sort of helped me sort of stre help strengthen the bond between the club and the school um, and yeah, when I was doing that I sort of got more into coaching with the midi teams, specifically the sort of under 16, under 18 boys teams um, and then helped sort of start up the girls rugby team at the school as well so aye, that was sort of how it came about I guess, the coaching side of it. <laughs> yeah, and then you also play rugby don't you? Yeah. So who do you play for, first of all? Uh, play for West of Scotland. And how, I guess, did you get into playing? Um, I think, again, when I was at school, they were sort of trying to start up a girls' team at the school. And it was one of those things, I think, one of the PE teachers was quite pally with my dad, and my dad played quite a bit of rugby, so he kept sort of pestering me about, oh, you should play, you should play. Um, and it was something I was quite keen to to try out anyway, so... Um, yeah, I went along and um, sort of, there weren't really games, but the games that we did have where it was like five or six aside and you were just sort of pulling players were quite enjoyable. Um, so I then just sort of left school. Um, I didn't do it for a year um, when I was doing the MA, but then I picked it up again, well, a year later um, when I started at West and yeah, so just sort of in school and then at the club afterwards. So, Was it kind of, I guess, the love for rugby that I'm assuming you kind of developed through playing that kind of drove you to go into coaching? I think so, yeah. I mean, from as far back as I can remember, I was toddling about the side of the pitch because, um, like I said, my dad used to play um, and I'd be up at the rugby every Saturday and I'd go watch games on Sunday if there was any on um, for the school or anything. So I think... I've always liked being about a rugby field so I think when I did start playing it was then sort of something that I maybe thought I would like to start trying to coach but I wasn't really sure if it was what I wanted to do but um, yeah I thought I'd just just try it out and see how it went. <laughs> Fair enough that's gone quite well so far so how did you kind of I guess transition from coaching middies and, and, and bits and bobs like that to ending up obviously where you are now coaching a senior men's team um, I'm not entirely sure to be honest <laughs> um, because at the start of last season um, I was sort of trying to get a bit of fitness back because I well you know off season you tend to eat a bit more cake than you should and things go to <laughs> pot a wee bit <laughs> um, so I was trying to get a wee bit more fitness in so I'd asked the coach at the time of the men's team if he would mind me sort of just doing pre-season with the guys um, and he said to jump on down so I did that and um, the numbers weren't great so there were 
some sessions that the coach wasn't really committing to because um, he didn't really want to show off there was only going to be five or six people. So I'd sort of said, you know, instead of just playing touch for an hour, maybe just do something a wee bit more structured. Um, and yeah, we sort of started doing that and then it sort of came to my attention that the coach was maybe thinking about leaving. Um, and Duncan, who's the captain of Strathendrick, ended up phoning me and saying, um, I know you've sort of been about the senior squad and all that, but is coaching us something you might be interested in? Um, although, to be fair, the conversation wasn't quite like that because I thought the way he was going with the conversation, he was asking me for a recommendation of people who might want to do it. So, um, But yeah, so he asked me if I wanted to do it um, just because I'd been about, I knew like the guys in the squad um, and I knew guys that weren't, at the sessions and all that to see if I could try and bring them back yeah. and all this so yeah that was sort of how that happened I just sort of I don't know what kind showed of, up <laughs> fair enough what kind of I guess went through your mind at that point where you were obviously asked but being a woman going in and working with male athletes is quite an intimidating prospect particularly in a sport like rugby which is so traditionally yeah. male dominated what was going through your mind when you had to kind of process and make that decision? Um, I think if I'm being honest, I was quite hesitant to start with, only because I think, like you say, it is like mainly male in the sport um, and you don't really hear of many females about it. And particularly at our club, we'd never had any females involved with the rugby at all because um, we didn't have any girls section through mini or mid or anything um, until the last couple of years. So I was quite hesitant in that respect because I would be the only female at the club to do it and also because a few of the guys in the team were either my age or older than me it was fairly I sort of had it in my head that they'd be a bit off about me being the coach just because I don't know if it's just because I'm a girl or whatever but um yeah I just had it in my head head that you know they might not think it was a good thing yeah and I did say that to Duncan at the time I said on the phone I don't think some of the guys will take it very well um and he was like, oh, you know, that's their issue. They'll, I'm sure they'll get over it because yeah. if you coach a session and, you know, you do it well, then they've got no reason to have anything against it. So, yeah, just prepared like mad for the first one. And then <laughs> it sort of it went all right. And after that, it seems to have, have gone all right so far. So. so are you glad that you kind of took the step and, and yeah. took the job? Yeah, I actually really enjoy it, to be fair. Um, and the last sort of, what is it, 10 months or so have been... Um, yeah it's been really enjoyable sort of just building the the numbers back up and a bit of momentum about the club so yeah I've thoroughly enjoyed it. What part of like the coaching process do you enjoy the most is it like the like thinking about what what the session should include or is it actually just like seeing them put it into practice in the pitch or like for you what's like the bit that gives you the most satisfaction? I think it's sort of a bit of both to be honest but I think seeing what you do at training and then seeing how that transfers onto the pitch and maybe seeing things okay well it maybe didn't work well this way but we can maybe try it a different way next time and um yeah just sort of I guess I quite enjoy all of it to be yeah. fair boss people around as well it's not a bad <laughs> thing <laughs> but uh no I quite enjoy all of it that's cool yeah. and then on the flip side of that I guess like what do you find is maybe like the biggest challenge for you as a coach or one of the biggest challenges you've had to to face um I think confidence is quite a big thing because I'm not the most outgoing or confident person anyway so um I think that's been a big thing is trying to sort of build on that a wee bit um and I think as well also trying to sort of break the barrier of females don't 
do coaching because I've had a few instances in the past where a couple of referees, for example, will call me sweetheart or honey or all this. And you're mm. just like, you would, if it was another, if it was a man, you'd be calling them coach in front of their players. Not yeah. like she wouldn't be um, sort of calling them sweetheart or honey or, you know, yeah, talking 100%. down to them a wee bit. So it's just sort of trying to earn a bit of respect from, you know, I guess males in the industry I guess how like do you actually manage those situations so like I know like we spoke before and you said that actually the the men that you coach are all quite respectful of you yeah. and show you a lot of respect yeah. but in those situations where people don't necessarily know you and you get comments like that how do you deal with it and how do you kind of earn that respect or is that still like a work that's in progress? still a work in progress yeah. to be honest um I think the couple of times that has happened so far, I have just sort of looked at them and then I've walked away or whatever just to show that I wasn't terribly pleased with it. Yeah. But I maybe could have handled it a wee bit better, but um, yeah, I'm it's still like one of those of... situations where you leave and you think of what you should have said. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. I guess like off the back of that, like how do you think we, within Scotland, but also within rugby, like progress that situation to have more respect for female coaches? Do you think the answer is we just need more of them or... Yeah, I think so. I think the way it's going at the moment, people are like grassroots all the way up to sort of professional level. They're trying to get, you know, more females involved across the board and they're trying to sort of, um, whether that's in sort of a coaching capacity or just sort of, you know, volunteering in different ways about the club. So I think it's sort of going in the right way. It's just sort of getting it about more clubs because I think some clubs are still predominantly just males running it and yeah. males doing this and the next thing. So yeah, I think it's getting more females involved and that'll eventually, hopefully, yeah. lead to a bit more respect for women across the game, I guess. Have you, like, as you've come through, had any, like, role models to look up to within the game that might be female or you could also be male for that matter? But um, I think when I was at high school, there was a female PE teacher um, who was a rugby player for Sherling County and... I'd, I don't think I'd actually ever heard of a female rugby player before yeah. um, before her. So, yeah, when I was sort of speaking to her and she was saying how great it was and all this, um, and just seeing how... Because she used to come out and, like, train with us doing sessions and all this, and um, just everybody always just looked up to her because we thought, you know, that's who we want to be because she was so committed and the yeah. way she talked to her rugby, she just had such a love of the game. And all of us, I just remember us thinking, you know, that's who we want to be when we sort of grow up we want to have that confidence be yeah. that good at the game and yeah it was just I think she was sort of the person that we all aspired to be I guess yeah so how does it make you feel now that like you talk about someone like that that like you aspired to be and that inspired you like obviously this last couple of years you've had nominations for awards around I think what was it the inspirational and committed efforts in coaching was one of the awards you were nominated for and and young persons award for community recognition and stuff like that like now you're that person for other people like how does that make you feel I hadn't really thought about it to be honest <laughs> that's um, probably why you're so good at it <laughs> <laughs> but no it's quite good to sort of think that you know if I'm going into primary schools and delivering sessions or yeah. whatever because I still occasionally do that that um you know there might be girls that sort of think oh you know what if she can do it why can't we type thing and 100%. it might hopefully hopefully have an impact on maybe one or it two definitely will have so, an impact yeah it's quite a nice quite a nice thought but I hadn't really thought about <laughs> it to be honest <laughs> um and then I guess from like your perspective what 
what's next for you in terms of obviously at the minute you're really committed to your role that you're in but have you got aspirations beyond that within coaching? Um, I think in the future I'd definitely like to do a bit more of it. I don't really know in what capacity right enough but um, at the moment I'm just quite enjoying what I'm doing and then hopefully working towards getting my level three coaching and then yeah see if if anything else comes after doing that but um, yeah at the moment I'm quite happy just going with the flow I guess. I mean yeah I'm, I'm sure there will be many opportunities come up from that and um, I've just got one kind of two final questions actually what would you say to someone who's thinking of getting a female who's thinking of getting into coaching like what would be I guess like what you've taken from it why would you encourage women to to get involved in coaching? Um, I think it's just something that's really good to be a part of and I mean you don't have to have you know all, all the rugby knowledge in the world because I, I certainly don't I know nothing about the backs for example um, yeah. but neither do I I think it's just <laughs> I think it's just sort of go and get involved suck up as not much knowledge as, as you're sort of capable of, uh, able to because I think anywhere you go in the world if there's a rugby club you'll meet friends you'll be welcomed in with open arms and you know you'll you'll have teammates across the world for life so I think if you are able to get involved I, I would definitely suggest you know going to your local club and just seeing if you can get involved in some way because it's it's definitely um it's a good thing to be a part of I think so yeah and then my final question is, and it's something we ask everyone, is if you could give yourself some advice, um, I guess, at the start of your career or as a young girl coming through, what would it be? Um, I think I'd go back to confidence, have a wee bit more confidence in yourself because yeah. um, I definitely was quite guilty at the start of just sitting back and letting everybody else sort of do the coaching and I would just sort of stand and not yeah. really say anything. Um, and it wasn't until... Um, you know other coaches maybe stepped back and said no you you take this you do that that I actually sort of came into my own own a bit so I think having a bit more confidence and just like I said getting as much knowledge as you can doing different coaching courses um, or even just watching games go along mm. to like see you guys play on a um, on the international stage or whatever but um, yeah just watch watch as much as you can whether that's different coaches or games or whatever um, and yeah just enjoy it I guess definitely yeah couldn't agree more well thank you so much for chatting to me today um, and giving us a little bit of an insight into your story it sounds like it is going very well but I have no doubt that you'll have many more exciting opportunities in the future thank you for having me <laughs>